change coming down on way <laughs> oh my goodness well this is trice talk i'm donald wayne and i'm dennis lee and that was sam cook a change is gonna come yeah. maybe tragic a little end. huh tragic end to his life uh what happened to him car wreck plane crash sam cook yeah, yeah he was murdered Oh well, that's even worse. I didn't. I didn't remember that. Have we talked about that before? Um, no. Hmm. Was he kind of in his in middle of his life? I was he in his thirties, forties. When did that? Yeah, happen? he was. Uh, he was still young there. Oh, wasn't a uh, ex-wife, girlfriend, or something like that? Was it? Um. Uh, yeah, he was 33 when he passed away. Um, hey, me. I don't know. Are you saying are you, me? Oh, Is really? It? I I don't know. You, you guys, you and Eric, keep up with that. I'm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cook was shot and killed by the manager of a motel in Los Angeles in 1964. Yeah. <laughs> motel manager? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he was 33 when he passed away. It's awful young. Text. Chicken in, chicken, chick, chick, chicken. Uh <laughs> that's uh, words i guess uh yeah we're um uh, well, I, I don't know i should know um i should know about sam cook because i like sam cook hey but bp I, welcome i i wasn't prepared hey bp i wasn't prepared um yeah i had a oh 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 had a few <laughs> technical difficulties tonight um <laughs> oh it's getting started early isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. double team there yeah um, we we don't normally take calls right at the very beginning of the show everybody just because we have a few things of business to go through first so um yeah we like to get to know you first and um not the real me and uh not not familiar with you, Scotty. So 
you know, you'll have to chat in here for a while before we could let you on anyway. Yeah, we need but to know you. what you want to talk about. But again, we, we normally don't take calls right at the beginning of the show because we actually have a few things that we have to uh, get through, uh, you know, important stuff, isn't it? <laughs> it depends yes. on who you are and whether you've been listening to us for a long time or not. But yeah. Um, so what did I say? What was the last thing I said? Oh, technical difficulties. It doesn't take much to, to, uh, get me distracted and go, get on another track, you know, well, welcome to Tuesday. Donald. I, I'm not quite as bad as our welcome. commander in chief, but, uh, you know, I, yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, he he forgot we had a border. What border? What are you talking about? My my deck's been shuffled quite a few times. <laughs> whoa, whoa, there's no need. It's not Wednesday yet, Don. Uh, I, I know, I know, I know. But I'm I'm just trying to get ready. <laughs> I'm trying to make up for being two or three minutes late tonight. I, yeah, I was looking. I was like, I don't know. Uh, well, I had problems with the me. printer, and then I made a last-minute change, and I thought, oh, I better send this like to you. wardrobe change? Well, yeah, that. You know, I actually oh, had to get okay. dressed, but I, I oh. just <laughs> wanted to make sure. <laughs> just in case the camera turned on and I didn't know about it, I didn't, I didn't want to shock anybody. Uh, well, we appreciate the engagement points. Um, yeah. Well, how was your day, Donald Wayne? Uh, I was like a pig in a poke. Um, oh, well. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Okay. Had okay. had things going on today that were out of the ordinary, but it, it wasn't a bad day. Any day that you can look back and say, oh, gee, I made it, uh, it's not a bad day in my book. Okay, well, I will I will feel that way tomorrow. How about that? <laughs> so I'll you don't feel care. that way about your day tonight? <laughs> I'll take your advice and feel okay. that way tomorrow. Hey, you know, <laughs> there's so many bumps in the road. You just... Uh, oh, my. Open the floodgates. Hey, Rick, welcome back, brother. <laughs> yeah, the floodgates are opened. Is that... Uh, is welcome, that, Jess is, Duck. Is that the dog from uh, uh, Family wow, Guy? Wow, wow, you be yo, you be a. It is. is. It? Yeah. Is it? That's that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like the Family Guy. Sounds um, like okay. Well, okay. All right, I'm not reading this. Yeah. <laughs> As we move on. Um, Anywho, yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, something like that. I um, let me make sure I've got everything in order. I, I've actually got my first. You know, I've been trying to use Parlor again since since they've got it restarted. I don't know if you're using it yet, but uh, <laughs> uh, um, this is why I don't read the screen. But anyway, I got my first. I pulled my first article off of parlor and I was trying to think of what I should call it. You know, I, the, the Twitters was the Twitter. What was it? The Twitter ticklers. When, or is it the trice ticklers? Uh, I don't trice remember. Ticklers. Trice ticklers. <laughs> Twitter ticklers. Hey, Pertwee. Hey, Pertwee. Uh, so uh. I was trying to think of what, what would I call the parlor? 
Pertwee. Uh, okay, Pertwee, who is this? Um, I'm sorry, Donald Wayne. Maybe, you know, Pertwee can answer that. Uh, oh, was he? <clears throat> well, how, why? It's, it's like, okay. Well, well, why? Okay. All right. Well, go fire away, Donald Wayne. Just, All right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to block my screen here in a second. Uh, anyway, so I, I thought I'd call it parlor. What the heck did I do with it? Dennis Lee parlor, parlor, parlor. I don't know. Parlor picks. That's, that's kind of plain Jane for now, but I'll, I'll think of something better later on. Anyway, I've got my first little article off a of parlor I'm going to go through tonight. And I thought it's the very first thing that I saw. And I said, this is, this is nuts. This has got to be nuts. Of course it, guess what state it has to do with. Um, Texas. No, that's the second story. California. Uh-huh. Anytime I use the word, it's nutty or crazy. It's probably going to be about California. California. Dreaming. Knows how to party. Um, since we're talking about California, um, it well, I- slightly is trying to call you Donald Wayne. And we have confirmation from several of the listeners now. Well, I don't, um, I don't see anything slightly trying to call. So, okay. Um, yeah, if, uh, I, I, I do not recognize that. Yeah. We were, we were confused by the, um, uh, was it an incognito account here? I mean, you know, we, I guess, I don't know. Where's, where's Eric, Eric? <laughs> well, part, part Eric? we verified it. So did just, uh, so, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, so what am I supposed to be looking for? Oh, the little bobbling, bouncing thing. Slightly, if you were trying to call in again, sir, we would make sure to pick up. We just, um, due we're to having... an influx of trollers, um, we had to make sure and so yeah. we could get it verified. Um, and okay. later me, it, and me even look different. So I'm not uh, sure. Oh, that... listening to us live over there. Okay. Well, okay. All I'm getting cool. here is Scotty. So I don't, I don't know. Scotty. Slidey's slidey. <laughs> slidey. <laughs> hey, let's just not do a show. Let's just jabber. <laughs> the hell with the script. The hell with the outline. Hey. <laughs> Five hours of the afternoon. What oh, my God. Um, oh lord i you know i didn't see anything that looked like slightly but you know my vision is somewhat obscured okay thank you for the confirmation i knew that was not me therefore i didn't believe that was slightly so slightly we love you it's just um we were trying to be troll proof and uh yeah yeah no, Jess, it's not wednesday yet but it's becoming real popular for us to not even care what day of the week. Okay. Okay. Slightly is calling again, Donald Wayne. Do you have a bobbling bubble? I do not. Okay. I do not. Uh, Donald Wayne is looking for the bobbling bubble there. Uh, slightly. Um, all I have is Scotty and I'm not going to be fooled here. That's no, that's slightly. That that is slightly. Is he, (laughs) um, I don't know what's going on. If you have Scotty there, can you pull him into the line and um, he'll have a second to confirm. If not, he'll get dumped. 
Okay. All right. I swear that doesn't look like slightly. I've seen slightly. All right. I know he's, he changed this, his picture. This is on you, Dennis. Okay. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. How are Sweet you? Sweet Jesus, it's slightly. <laughs> <laughs> So let me. I, I, what I was attempting to do while we were finishing up our show, uh, you yes. know, I have Eric. Producer Eric is over at my show still right now. Say hi, okay. producer. Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Yeah. See, you can. T- What's this Scotty stuff here? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh! Somebody's Hello. eating some crispy tricks. Hello. Um. <laughs> Ground control, <laughs> a major. Well, you might not be able to hear you, Eric. I'm not. Sure. I think Eric's putting something. Eric? No, we heard somebody putting something in the microwave. So that must... yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so you guys might not be able to hear uh, the, the the guest on my show, but okay. Um, you, can hear, you can you can hear me and uh, oh, we can hear you. Just fine. Is everybody can hear you guys when I call into your show? So I was. Oh, gonna, great. I know you guys start at eight o'clock. I was going to call in the listen in a little bit and call you guys and uh, say, eight hey, o'clock? head on over to the Well, it's 8 o'clock slightly. Started, I'm late. It, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> California time. California. All right. It's uh, it's created all kinds of confusion just, over here on Tristalk. Yeah. I, um, I, I've got, got my got little, The studio pen, is ablaze now. I got my pen knife out <laughs> and I'm doing that little thing around my fingertips and seeing how fast I can do it. Oh, my goodness. But anyways, uh, maybe, you know, before uh, one of our other shows, when you guys go on at 8 o'clock, we can schedule it. You guys will know who I am. That way you can answer the call. And uh, we'll kind of of roll over the crowd, maybe. That would be awesome. Yeah. 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 Now that I know. Call in. I'm going to end my show. Well, much appreciated, sir. Now we know, and um, we will know that for the future. Um, but that definitely wasn't me um, on there, I don't believe. No, um, me is over on my show right now. I see. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, her counterpart so, trying to get in over here. So. Yeah, her counterpart's trolling, but that's, <laughs> off, that's okay. I mean, we, we can use the engagement points. Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, why not? Why not? That's well, Scotty, it's so right, nice to hear from you. Show tonight. I'll be listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys uh, again Well, soon. thank you. And right, we appreciate you uh, beaming us up. We're getting ready to talk about California, so hang on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Donald Blaine, that was um that was yeah. see, there you go. You never know you never know what's gonna happen on Tristock. Don't miss a minute. So I wonder if we can budget for a call screener, somebody that can take responsibility for making sure uh, the callers are safe and, and who they're supposed to be. Uh, you know, there's that guy that, you know, comes around your neighborhood. You might want to maybe talk to him. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, there's odd jobs around the neighborhood. Uh, well, we got plenty of people to... coming into the country. Maybe I, I can get somebody <laughs> to, uh, needs a job. Uh, I've had my both of my vaccinations, so you know I can be around well, other people. That's uh, right. They, you know, I uh, I'm safe now. I'm. I mean, <laughs> hey, Eric. I hope this I'm is Eric. Good evening, gentlemen. It is Eric, right? It is. Okay, he's, he's correct. Bonafide. Hey, good night, Miss Pertwee. Thank you for coming in. Um. Hey, the real welcome. 
Hey, Eric, um, that was interesting. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> maybe trying to cook up a bold experiment. Well, so it, this, yeah. That, the, the Scotty, that picture, should we know that picture? But, you know, that, that, that's the real me. I've been using that profile pic since December of me and Arch no, no, Kennedy. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Scotty, Scotty. Scotty, that picture of Scotty. Who is is that? Is that <coughs> is that slightly? Um, no, that's not yes. slightly. Uh, so, uh, oh, yeah. But, he, but he, he's coming in under sex? his slightly serious account. What's that? Is that big sexy that was on there? Um, I'm, 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 I would ha- have to see what it looks like. I don't know if it's in the chat or not. Okay, it well, was. You'll have to look in there. Yeah, I'll have to magnify it because it's, it, you know, like I said, I've seen him, so it didn't look familiar to me, but yeah, mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. I am challenged. So what can I say? Well, I, I mean, need, yeah. need a call screener. Anybody need right. a job? Of course, <laughs> pay sucks. <laughs> I mean, the benefits aren't anything. To yeah, they're about, not even anything to brag about uh, either. If but. you need a tetanus shot, you're out of luck. I'll just tell you but, that. Uh, but it is a safe environment. I have been vaccinated, so you can't. Yeah, catch no one's going to smell your hair unless you want them to. So um, smell my yeah. hair. <laughs> what what I have left is. Uh, not your hair, Donald Wayne. Other people. <laughs> oh, I thought so. I'm, I don't need you. Uh, the dog smells my hair all the time. Uh, and licks it. Um, <laughs> well, well uh, let's just go ahead and do Wednesday. And <laughs> I mean, is it Wednesday? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I tell you, that impromptu stuff, that... Uh, <laughs> That's you good know. stuff, right? There. I mean, you yeah. know, I've been burned a couple of times here by letting some crazy people on here, and then well, I'm know. like, "Who's Scotty?" And I said, "Dennis, who's Scotty?" I don't know Scotty. I, I don't know. I don't know who Scotty is. That's a no, sir. That's a no. Uh, so um, that that experiment didn't go over too well in well, Georgia. But. No, because I mean, the first random words may be "mf this," and you know, <laughs> there but, goes a whole night's worth of it. Well, um, uh, and I think you know. Another pod being friend of ours, Popsky got in trouble for his that little that time that he did the MF word on this show, and then and then just recently he got put in pod being jail on the, you know the count of you know him disrespecting Cummings and a, a couple other podcast friends, and I haven't got word that nonsense even kicked Popsky out of his show recently. Really? Well, maybe oh, Popsky yeah. should do a little rehab, and he might not have that problem with people because he seemed like he might could have the potential to be a nice guy if he just wasn't uh, he, 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 actually, in. he actually is you catch yeah. him early he's very intelligent so. <laughs> before ian bibb uh, yeah before uh-huh. four o'clock in the morning yeah, yeah. He's, he's good to go but uh, uh i think he's actually listened uh, we've seen him in the chat room a couple of times but he's right. not tried to call back since the last time he got uh scolded so hey john devito welcome to the show <sighs> hey john well all right so, 20 minutes ago, I was going to talk about California. <laughs> um, and I'm not complaining. I'm just, yeah. I'm, but before I get totally lost, yeah. uh, this was an article on Twitter, and I, I, I saw it. And, and the heading is, California lawmakers considering bill to ban boys versus girls toys oh, yeah, I saw and that. clothing sections. 
You saw that? Womp, womp, yeah. Womp. Um, well, anyway, this it's... was on, uh, this was again, was on parlor. So, um, a little different, a little different. Yeah. But this article is by, uh, the Greg Jarrett, uh, dot com site. And it's written by his staff. Were you going to comment on something there? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, you know, if you want to go shop on the it aisle and, you know, yeah, you just figure out what it is you're going to buy. Well, anyway, so the article is by his staff and it says the proposed bill comes after Target, Walmart and Toys R Us. I didn't know they were still alive, but started doing away with gender signs in toy sections which I don't have a problem with that. If the stores decide they want to change things around, do whatever they want, as long as they're doing it of free will, that's fine. But then comes along uh, California lawmakers, and um, what I do have a problem with is then they decided, well, we need a bill covering this. So in the newest effort to appease the progressive left in California, lawmakers are considering a bill that would ban large department stores from having separate boys and girls sections for toys and clothing. In other words, taking gender away from children before they even understand what gender is. Yeah. Uh, what am I supposed to be? I don't have any idea. Yeah. So well, just, it, uh, go grab some clothes so we can get the <laughs> hell out of here. Well, wait till you hear the reasoning behind this in just a minute down there. Co-written by Assemblyman Members Evans Lowe and Christina Garcia, the bill would require retail department stores with 500 or more employees that sells child care items, children's clothing, or toys to maintain undivided areas of its sales floor where the majority of those items being offered are displayed, regardless of whether an item has traditionally been marketed for either girls or boys. The bill would prohibit the use of signs differentiating between gender or indicating that particular items are for boys versus girls. It would also require a retail department store located in California that maintains an Internet website through which it sells child care items, clothing or toys to dedicate a section of the site to the sale of these items and articles that is titled at the discretion of the retailer, kids, unisex, or gender neutral. Lowe said the bill was inspired by a staffer's nine-year-old daughter who felt insecure having to look in the boys' section for toys related to science and math. At a young age, why would you want to prevent a young girl from being able to getting into woodshop or being a firefighter, he said, all of these items might be listed in the boys section. I, I, well, I got a question. I've never seen um, the science and stuff located in an aisle that said boys toys or anything like that. Oh, they, I haven't they either. Label, they label that kind of stuff like that in California anyway. Uh, you uh, know, see, and and they're not even saying that they went into one of these stores that were mentioned. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Target or Walmart or Toys R Us. I mean, if I remember correctly, and it's been, what, two, three years now since we've had a Toys R Us over here, that uh, when you got to those kind of things, they were just in a section by themselves. They weren't labeled boy, you know, science science toys for girls or boys. 
But well, I mean, you know, the only you go into Walmart, the only section I see that there's boys and um, girls is the clothes section. So the toys usually just list them, um, you know, like games or. Yeah, um, I, I've never seen a sign, and and I don't. Well, I may have seen a sign in the clothing departments. Uh, you know, even at well, Walmart. At Walmart, Walmart, and I think even Walmart just has a shoe area. They don't really have, uh, I don't think, a boys' aisle or a girls' aisle or men's or women's. It's kind of all just bunched in there together now. But they, so, well, um, I know they already the, be on track for that. The Walmart out in in Dallas, Georgia. Um, you know, the the women's clothes are in an area. You know. And then right next to it, there's the men's clothes, uh, the shoes. You're right. They're all back in the back of the, that particular store, hmm. you know, one aisle after another. And now they don't wow. typically mix them. Well, unless... I wonder where they would put jock straps. I don't, I mean, <laughs> or, or bras, our bras, um, lingerie. I mean, so, well, the, the jock straps are next to the bras over there. I mean, we've got everything planogrammed just the way that corporate wants it. So, uh, yeah, that would be. Well, you know, like like Jess was saying, I mean, we categorize things normally just to make it easier to look for stuff quicker. <laughs> Supportive uh, clothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- regardless of what area it's supporting. That's but, right. But the thing is, these people in California want to make it a law that they have to do it. Like I said, it started out Walmart. And, and Target had already started doing this on their own, but now some some idiot, these two idiots said, oh, well, let's do it because somebody's nine-year-old daughter felt insecure. Now, that's the word they use, felt insecure having to look in the boys' section. So, well, who wouldn't feel insecure these days with these damn ads that they run on TV? If a child watches regular television and sees all the different ads... Well, you're, you know, you're obviously too fat because there's 10 to 20 different weight loss commercials that come on (laughs) and, you know, you're obviously not pretty enough because, you know, you've got all these different, uh, things that you can put on your skin to tighten it, to, to do this, to do that. And the other, I mean, we're, we're bred to believe that we're just, you know, we're just not good enough, you know? Why, well, I don't, I don't see why they would be insecure about anything, Donald Wayne. Um, it's but, a very judgmental society but, we live in now. So, yeah. So I guess they're going to be happier if if we have to wander the entire store trying to find items that we want that are specific to our needs. Um, but anyway, the legislation, if passed, would ta- it wouldn't take effect until twenty twenty four, and re- would require department stores to pay fine of a thousand dollars. If they fail to correct a violation of the provision within 30 days of receiving a notice. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> so. that's when I would open the store and the store <laughs> is called stuff and there's no names of the aisles. It's just laid out in random and good luck finding anything. You can ask an employee, but they're just going to say, I mean, this place is just full of stuff. Uh, you know, get whatever you want if you can find it. I mean, I, I just don't understand why s- those signs would offend people if it makes it easier to figure out. I guess, or th- is that going to start applying to everything in life? I mean, you know, we're not going to be able to have signs that say, um, you know, at the grocery store, we're not going to be able to say, oh, well, you 
get your lettuce down this way or your your meats over on this aisle or who put the meat next to <laughs> the fruits and vegetables my god <laughs> that's so, just you know vegans are going to have a uprising have you ever seen a, a a pissed off vegan starting to burn some stuff down it's not a pretty sight i've um, never seen that I, yeah. i've only known one vegan in my life but horrible so I, nothing against vegans um, it's just very healthy way you know let the market dictate obviously the market dictated that that move for target and walmart and yeah. uh that's okay if people want to do it of their own free will because that makes their shoppers happy and and, and they get more business that way but to have yeah. the freaking government come in here and say you've got to do this or we're going to find you right Right. I, I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm to the point where, you know, if I keep reading these articles about there's one more thing they want to regulate in our life. Well, um, you have to look at the states this is happening in too. I mean, God bless the people that live in California. I don't know how y'all do it, but I mean, it's like the government there just sits around and like, <laughs> uh, okay, what's next, Jimmy? Well, um, rubber balls, sir. People don't like them. Okay. We got that, Jimmy. Let's come together here, people. Rubber balls, they're out. Ban them all. No more rubber balls. Because you have a section of toys, well, I don't even see the need to label toys. I mean, again, like you said, everybody plays with almost everything nowadays, so what difference does it make? <laughs> but when it gets to clothing, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, and and as, if you're a parent, if you've ever shopped with your kids, then you've been through every department in the store anyway, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's always a fun experience to take your four-year-old shopping for lingerie because right. they giggle the entire way through it and um oh yeah it's yeah. uh you know what's that <laughs> well that's nothing you uh, don't need that's right. i don't think uh and, but... we, and actually we don't know who wears it now anyway because <laughs> they've taken all the labels off so yeah um, so. nothing can have labels Just anymore let Just... people do what the market drives and stop trying to regulate everything. So anyway, that was my first experience with actually pulling something off a parlor. Bless their heart. My goodness. Um, let me, let me get my little uh, blood pressure thing out here. Okay. Well, you I'll, take a shot. Yeah, you, Donald you, Wayne. you go ahead um, and do your story. And I'll, <laughs> you know, uh, anybody that lives in Vermont actually probably had their windows rattled a little bit. <laughs> and that was, not by um, Big Papa rolling through. That by, That was because there was a suspected asteroid that streaked through the skies over northern Vermont on Sunday. My and dad it had those. A, a streaker? <laughs> asteroids. <laughs> oh, asteroids, yeah. Hey, hey Hart. Uh, um, moving so fast and creating so much force that it rattled buildings on the ground, according to NASA. Um, the fireball was spotted by hundreds of sky watchers around 5.38 p.m., NASA said on Facebook. It first appeared at 52 miles above Mount Mansfield State Forest before traveling 33 miles through the upper atmosphere and burning up 33 miles above Orleans County. Um, yeah, it would have been cool to see Jess Duck. Uh, commenters on NASA's Facebook post from Vermont, New Hampshire, and on the Canadian side of the border in Quebec described hearing a rumble or a sonic boom at the time the fireball was shooting through the sky. Some even said their houses shook during the incident. Um, 
the Lockley asteroid fragment uh, traveled at 42,000 miles per hour and began to break up when the difference in pressure created by the vacuum behind the speeding object exceeded its structural strength, NASA said, causing a sound wave that sensitive seismometers detected in the area. Um, using the infrasound measurements created by these seismic instruments, NASA calculated the object size was about 10 pounds and six inches in diameter. That's pretty wild that something, you know, that's only that big would uh, rattle the windows uh, on the old house there. Um, it was an old <laughs> toilet from the space station. <laughs> you could be right, Sarmente. Um, and the fragments in there uh, could have definitely weighed 10 pounds. The space rock fragmented violently, producing a pressure wave that rattled buildings and generated the sound heard by those near the trajectory, NASA said. Um, it was a nice little firework, courtesy of Mother Nature, so said NASA. So, yeah, if you were in uh, in uh, Vermont, uh, or in New Hampshire, or in Quebec, you were able to experience some of that. So that, that definitely would have been cool, like Just Duck said. You never know when one of those asteroids or, uh, you know, meteors or something's going to happen. <clears throat> well, we got one whizzing by, but they say that it's um, it's, it's going to be no big deal. So it's one of those, you know, earth enders, but uh, it's going to be far enough away. We don't have to worry about it. You sure about yeah. that? Well, not really. I mean. Um, that's what they tell you, right? That's what they, that's that's the, what they, that's that's what what the they want you to done. believe, Donald Wayne. Yeah, while they're gassing up their rockets so they can go yeah. to Mars and get away. And then from all it. of a sudden, uh, oh, well, sorry, folks. We've got 24 hours until this thing hits. Uh, you know, N- no, yes, they will, not, <laughs> they will not tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you seen the movies? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, we need to round people up to go drill on it and deflect it, blow it up, something uh yeah, I think yeah. all the people that we send up there, you know, they won't make it now. So that was a pretty good movie. I yeah, every time you talk about that movie, uh, I mean the the meteorites and the asteroids and all that, I think about that movie uh, Gravity. I mean that was that was a pretty scary thought. Did you see that Gravity? Gravity? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I saw that movie. Sandra Bullock. I saw that. I saw that last one that came out with uh, Gerard Butler. Um, I don't think that I saw that one. Um, uh, Gravity's the one where she and um, oh gosh, what's his name? Well, anyway, she's stranded in space. Uh, their space station is destroyed and destroys mm-hmm. the return uh, command. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, that, uh, Brad Pitt. No, no, um, the other guy, (laughs) the other guy, the other guy, Uh but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of scary because this space debris was floating around and it knocked holes, killed everybody else on the space station, except her and, uh, George Clooney is who the other guy was. was. George Clooney. Yeah. I remember that because, um, he ended up floating down into space and died. You're not supposed to tell the ending of these things. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> you just made that up, right? Uh, yeah, He's okay. exactly. I'm just trying to throw people off. Well, there is a part in the movie that kind of confuses you there for a minute, but you have to see it to watch it. But anyway, the thought of that stuff, you know, uh, 
you know, orbiting around the earth and then running into something that you're in is, is kind of scary. So, yeah, there's a lot of junk out there. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of junk here too. There's a lot of uh, junk here. We need to send to outer space. Uh, uh, so, you know, Sunday night, we talked about just for a moment about the eyes of Texas. You remember that little conversation? I remember that. Yes. And I, I really thought LEJ might call back in tonight and, and research it. But my guess is she's probably so upset that she doesn't want to call back in. Right. Uh, and it probably doesn't matter to anybody else that doesn't live in Texas. And even though we don't, we're from Texas. And, um, the thing is, it's another part of cancel culture, but I did see, uh, and it just came out today that the, there was a commission that was formed. This actually started last summer. Uh, there were some, uh, athletes on the campus, um, and, and they were all, I believe the article said they were all black athletes, but they were complaining about the eyes of Texas, uh, being used. Um, they played it at football games and so forth. And they, they said it was a racist song or it had racist, uh, origins. Mm. And so anyway, the board, uh, formed a commission of 23 people and they studied, the the origin of the song you know who wrote it when it was written um and they came up with a conclusion and they just published it today that they were going to continue using the song that they did while there was some questionable uses of the song over over the history of the school uh they did not feel like that it was it didn't have racist origins, I guess I should say that to, just to summarize it. So they're going to continue using the eyes of Texas, but the athletes that complained, and there was a couple of organizations on the school that vowed to continue protesting uh, the use of the song because, uh, and actually it's, it's a, it took me a while to research that, but do you remember the song? The eyes of Texas are upon you. I do. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really only six, seven, eight lines. And I, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm not going to try to sing it. Although I used to oh, sing it. <laughs> oh, I've been singing it all afternoon, but I'm not going to oh, sing okay. it here. I haven't had any, I, I haven't had any <clears throat> encouragement, but the, just so you get an idea of what, what it says, the eyes of Texas are upon you all the live long day. The eyes of Texas are upon you. You cannot get away. Do not think you can escape them. At night or early in the morn, the eyes of Texas are upon you till Gabriel blows his horn. And that's okay. it. That's okay, it. Okay, well, who's Gabriel? He must be the racist <laughs> one. That's got to be the key there because eyes upon you, eyes upon you. I, you know, I don't see any race, racist you know, connotations there, but, um, you know, that uh, whoever the Gabriel guy was, he was probably racist. <laughs> um, well, yeah, mystery solved. Um, uh, you know, the song was written about 19, I think I figured it out to be 1907 or 19, 1903, somewhere around in there, early, early 1900s. I thought it'd been like in the 1800s. No, I don't, I really don't know how old the university of Texas is, but, um, there's an interesting article. If you want to read it, it's on, uh, uh, Mike uh, Huckabee's site, 
and it'll reference you to another site, which gives you the, all the details behind the behind the whole controversy there on on the campus of University of Texas. But um, it it does have a period where it, people would sing the song, and and uh, the, it was used in minstrel shows. In fact, it the history of the University of Texas is that. Back in that period, in the early 1900s, it appears that minstrel shows were uh, somewhat uh, popular in the United States, or, or, or at least they were. There were a lot of them, and um, it seems that there were some people at the University of Texas that that put those shows on there at the university to raise funds for their athletic departments. And in some of those shows, they would sing this song, but the song was not written for, uh, you know, that purpose. It was just, it, it was meant to be something else. So mm. that's where that started. Somebody did some research and found out they were using them back then. And, and so that escalated into where they are now. Uh, and, you know, I grew up in Texas and, you know, spent the first quarter of my life there. And I swear I never heard anything about that. So, but for now they're going to continue using the song because the commission said we have no reason. We found no evidence that this, you know, this song was formed with that intention. So for now it's safe, but well, sing it all you want people. I think yeah. we'll be okay. Yeah, maybe we'll sing it on a, uh, a Wednesday show <laughs> with a little uh, If you'll sing it with me, I'll sing it, but uh, I'm not singing it by okay. myself. Well, um, you know, yes, maybe on a Wednesday show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you know that some animals can survive decapitation, Donald Wayne, um, according to a new study? Well, I know worms you can cut cut okay, pieces right. off but yep. i don't know and you don't know which end is the head of a worm i guess unless you which direction it's no, headed no uh, yeah you can separate them uh, several times um so researchers discovered that two pieces of a japanese sea slug can regrow hearts and whole new bodies even after removing their own heads um why would you want to remove your own head i don't know uh, the discovery could eventually help scientists better understand and tackle regeneration of human tissue. So, you know, if somebody loses something, maybe we can just grow it right back on. Um, the slug's head separated from the heart and body moved on its own immediately after the separation, the study shows. Within days, the wound at the back of the head closed. The heads mm. of relatively young slugs started to feed on algae within hours. So you got just this little sea slug head just moving around, doing what it needs to do. Um, they then started regeneration of the heart within a week. Within about three weeks, regeneration was complete. Um, mm. so that's superhuman to me, or, you know, super slug. Uh, we were supposed. They said we were surprised to see the head moving just after it was severed. Said study lead author Sayaka Mito of Nara <laughs> Women's University in Japan. We we thought that it would die soon without a heart or and other important organs, but we were surprised again to find that it regenerated the whole body. 
Um, so where's the brain located in the middle uh, of the body? Kind of, I'm, I'm not sure. It's, uh, it said then Mito and aquatic ecology professor Yochi Yusa tried it themselves. Um, she then cut her friend's head off and to see if it would regenerate. I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm cutting. <laughs> you're scaring some people there. They, they cut the head off of 16 sea slugs, poor sea slugs. Um, six of the creatures started regeneration, and three succeeded and survived. One of the three even lost and regrew its body twice, um, an overachiever. Other animals can cast off body parts when needed, such as when some lizards drop their tails, right? If you've ever tried oh, yeah. to catch a lizard oh, by its yeah. tail, it'll break off to get away from the predator. Did you say um, a wizard? Uh, the wizard is the wizard here. Did you say a wizard um, or a lizard? No, a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's called autonomy. Um, is that that's the biological phenomenon? Phenomena. Uh, Mito isn't sure how the sea slugs manage the re- regeneration, but that she suspects there must be stem like cells at the cut end of the neck that are capable of regenerating <laughs> the body. Um, um, it's also unclear why the slugs are doing this. One possibility is that it helps to remove internal parasites that inhab- uh, inhibit their reproduction. Researchers also don't know what immediate cue prompts the creatures to cast off the rest of their body. Those are areas for future study. Like, you know, I, it's time to just separate, um, <laughs> humans may be able to learn something useful from the sea creatures. Several scientists said what's intriguing is the sea slugs are more complex than flatworms or other species that are known to regenerate. Uh, said Nicholas Curtis, a, bi- a biology professor at Ava Maria university that uh, wasn't part of the study. It comes of of course, a wonder of nature, but uh, understanding the underlying molecular mechanisms involved could help us to understand how our cells and tissues can be used to repair damage. So the sea slug could one day help uh, to make a superhuman. I don't know. But you can see a picture of it. The poor little sea slug's head's decapitated, and I guess it's just going to chug along there. So that's interesting. I like BP's comment uh, about the brain. He said the same place that Biden's has his brain. So right, you know. So um, maybe that would make sense. They may be working on that for him. Who knows? Well, uh, wasn't there a Marvel movie or or one of those super mo- superhero movies where one of the villains was trying to regenerate body parts? What what um, villain that, was that? Um, wasn't that Swamp Thing? I wasn't uh, thinking Swamp Thing. I was thinking like that Octo guy, the one with all Octo. the arms. I, oh. uh, the one with all the arms that fought yeah. Spider Spider Boy. Spider, spider Boy. I think spider you're watching boy. the wrong movie. Don't well, you, I, I don't get those channels down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it, uh, it said it was a legitimate thing. but no. I mean, you got to look at the small print there, Donald Wayne. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, uh, while I'm thinking about it, BP, did you get your cup today? Whoa, cup of cup. Probably not since you... Okay. Well, they said Tuesday. 
All right. So much, so much for organization at uh, UPS. Oh, yeah, well. Um, all right. So you you done with the slug thing? Yeah, I'm slugged out. <laughs> You're slugged out. Yeah that that would be uh, that would be something, wouldn't it? Um. So, do you have a this day in history for us? <laughs> oh, Donald Wayne, I'm. I'm so glad you asked. There's always a day in history, and uh, today is one of those days. So let's see what we've got. Uh, Hiya, Bobby. Hi, Jim. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Jim. Jump in. I'm a Bobby girl in the Bobby world. So, on March 9th, 1959, the first Barbie doll goes on display at the American Toy Fair in New York City. And let me turn off this song before I throw up. Um, yeah, uh, Barbie doll makes its debut on March 9th, 1959. Uh, 11 inches tall with a waterfall of blonde hair. Bobby were, Barbie was the <laughs> first mass-produced toy doll in the United States with adult features. The woman behind Barbie was Ruth Handler. Oh, yes, she was who co-founded Mattel Incorporated with her husband in 1945. After seeing her young daughter ignore her baby dolls to play make-believe with papy, papy dolls. What? <laughs> who? What? what country is that from? <laughs> with paper dolls of adult women. Uh, that means they <laughs> had boobs. Um, so Handler realized there was an important niche in the market for a toy that allowed little girls to imagine the future. Um, Barbie's appearance was modeled on a doll named Lily based on a German comic strip character, originally marketed as a racy gag gift to adult men in tobacco shops. What? The Lily doll <laughs> later became extremely popular with children. Whoa, wait a minute. Back up. Back up. What? 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 Uh, where did you get that little gem? Hey, this is coming from uh, history.com, Donald Wayne. I mean, it was designed <clears throat> for men and, and, and yeah, Lily, <clears throat> Lily, um, Lily bought the rights to uh, this German, uh, you know, racy gag gift uh, that uh, was in tobacco shops for adult men to buy. Se seven uh, inches tall, is that what you said? And I guess the guys would buy them at the tobacco shops and bring them home. The kids would end up playing with them, like, "Oh, look, um, mm. this is different." Uh, so Mattel bought the rights to Lily and made its own version, which Handler named after her daughter, Barbara, uh, with its sponsorship of the Mickey Mouse Club TV program in 1955. Mattel became the first toy company to broadcast commercials to children. They used this medium to promote their new toy, and by 1961, the enormous consumer brand for the doll led Mattel to release a boyfriend for Barbie. Ooh, scandalous. Handler named him Ken after her son, Barbie's best friend. Midge came out in 1963, and her little sister, Skipper, debuted the following year. Um, over the years, Barbie generated huge sales and a lot of controversy. On the positive side, many women saw Barbie as a, providing an alternative to traditional 1950 gender roles. 
She had a series of different jobs from airline stewardess to doctor to pilot, astronaut to Olympic athlete, and even U.S. presidential candidate. Others uh, thought Bobby, uh, Bobby, <laughs> uh, Bobby, where's the Bobby? Um, Barbie's never ending supply of designer outfits, cars, and dream houses encouraged kids to be materialistic. Oh, I don't see that happening on oh, our no. ads these days at all. No. So I don't know what they're talking no. about. Um, it was Barbie's appearance that caused the most controversy, however. Her tiny waist and enormous breast. It was estimated that if she were a real woman, her measurements would be 36, 18, 38. Led many to claim that Barbie provided little girls with an unrealistic and harmful example and fostered negative body images. Um, yeah, I don't see that happening in today's media either. I mean, I don't know where they're getting that from. Um Despite the criticism, bar, uh, sales of Barbie-related merchandise continued to soar, topping $1 billion annually by 1993. Since 1959, over $1 billion in the Barbie family have been sold around the world, and Barbie is a bona fide global icon that started as a gag gift for adult men in tobacco shops. That is one kind of awesome story right there. Um, but you notice, you notice as, as Barbie's breasts uh, got bigger <laughs> over the years, um, Ken didn't gain any girth on him. So, you know, this is, uh, seems to be a little lopsided Wait a there. Wait a I, well, look, they made him, I mean, they made him adult-like. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, have you ever I mean, seen the Ken doll? <laughs> well... Uh, yes, yes okay. I have. Well, um, you know, they, they they couldn't do the same thing with him that they did with the boobs on Barbie, so it, it well, that wouldn't have I'm, gone over too well. <laughs> that would have been, and, well, I, I, I guess, I guess. Or, it's Can not you, like they were teaching an anatomy class, I guess, so uh, that makes sense. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's okay, they're married. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Mommy, look what happened to the Ken doll. <laughs> I oh my goodness! I don't even know <laughs> where to go with that, actually. But um, yeah, they that I think I think my wife had one. We gave her for a gag gift years ago. It's still in the box, so it should be worth something. And it was one of yeah. those, uh, you know, I had some subject matter to it. It was one of those special ones, and so it's still in the box. Yeah, just look. I think, um, you know, I think G.I. Yeah, Joe would probably kick Ken's ass. I, I probably That's probably the, the biggest thing there. Um, um, you know, I don't know. But well, you know, depends on what depends on what Barbie movie you watched. Uh, the granddaughters had some of those things on, and I'm like, ah, I've never seen know. a Barbie movie. Yeah, well, it's more like a more like cart, um, just shows, really. I guess. <laughs> uh, anywho, all right. You want me? To, you want me to get the boys out? And yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, let's be sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you your place. Story. You can do whatever you want. But, uh, as far as 
what I need. Let them play a little bit here. Hold on. I just need a song. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it makes me think about Easter. It's around the corner. Easter. Um, well, thanks for that introduction, Dennis Lee, and, 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 and your boys. Um, so the calendar days for Thursday, March the 4th. 4th. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the calendar days for Tuesday, March the 9th. Oh, oh my God. Anyway, um, first thing oh, on the list, is it's National Barbie Day. Oh, I'll be damned. Well, but I, give, out, oh, give out the clap for that. That's, yeah, uh, I think, uh, actually, there was one or two things that I had down here that I did not hear from your lips. But, um, <laughs> well, um, my goodness. So, yeah. did you Very mention? Good. good job, Barbie. Good yeah. job. Did you uh, <laughs> mention that uh, in 1998, Barbie was introduced in the Toy Hall of Fame? Oh, I did not. What about All right. I got, I got one thing I can use there. Wow. Um, anyway, she was inducted in 1998 to the Toy Hall of Fame. It doesn't say anything about Ken, but wow. uh, she joined such other notables like uh, the Duncan Yo-Yo. Wow. And it just said chess. I mean, the whole game of chess, regardless of. Oh, I thought you meant chess, like um, okay. chess. I got you. Yeah. No, C H E S S. And oh, okay. and then the radio flyer wagon. It you know Ooh, that's, like that's that. a needy. Yeah, that's a neat one. Um, but I, you know, I mean, is Barbie still a thing? Do they still sell the? I mean, oh yeah. Are they she's a, she's making new ones? Freak. Okay. Well, freak now. She's, a, she's so, dressing all kinds so, of stuff. So. so, okay. All right. Well, I'm sure. sure. I think they have a, I think they have a gray, you know, what's that? Uh, I think they have a 50 shades of Barbie edition. I, I'm not really sure, but. Uh, what, the, what the heck is that? Uh, well, I don't think you can buy after, it. Right after the movie? Store. After the movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she and Ken got a little freaky. I, I mean, my goodness. I've I've never seen either one of those. Uh, I heard I've heard different reviews on those movies. Yeah, okay. she does just uh... see you. Uh, so I anyway, we can skip over National Barbie Day. And for some reason, Dennis Lee, I was thinking that we just we just did Barbie a, a month or so ago. Did we not? <laughs> did we not cover Barbie? Have we, I swear it seemed like deja vu when I was reading this today. But... I don't think we did it at all. <laughs> okay. <Donald Wayne. laughs> but I thought we did National Barbie Day. Oh uh, my goodness. Here we long. go. All right. How about how, how about <laughs> how about <laughs> 
Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I can't. Um, <laughs> how about na- national, national Crab Meat Day? Did we already do that? <laughs> well, what a way to follow the Barbie story, don't Wayne. <laughs> oh, I mean, seriously. Uh, this stuff seems like we've already done it, but I, I look back in last month's calendar and it wasn't on there. But yeah, I don't think we've done the crab shit, don't we? Okay. Well, um, today is National Crab Meat Day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know they sell one and a half million tons of crab? Really? Uh, every year in the United States? Well, around the world, not here in the United <laughs> States. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. It's considered America's favorite crustacean. Uh, you might have to explain that to some people, but <laughs> they come in hard and soft shells too. By the way, in case, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it says that it's, it, it's the healthy meat choice until you start slapping butter on it. So, <laughs> oh, you can't have crabs without butter, no, um, yeah. <laughs> or or lobster, or lobster. I I hear you, BP. Uh, it's a scandal. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's also National Get Over It Day, oh, which, wow. which that one seems familiar too for some reason. But maybe these things just all sound real similar. Um, it says it may be a variety of things. Sometimes we need to get over the small things like spilled milk or traffic. Uh, spilled milk I can get over because I don't drink milk, but the traffic, uh, yeah, it still bothers me. I, I mean, I've spilled milk and it didn't affect me one damn bit. Yeah, I mean, I I really just, that, you so. know, just if you got a dog or an animal around the house, lick yeah. it up. Somebody's wanting to lap it up, that's for sure. But it goes on to say, even you, such as being passed over for a promotion or getting poor grades in school or an argument with a family member, shouldn't cause us to live our lives in a state of misery forever. Mm. Now, I don't know about that promotion thing. If you get passed over for promotion, it's hard to get over that. But well, you know, but let it last a day. But after the day goes by, you know, just just get, let's get past it. Yeah, then you just start sabotaging the person, you know, trying to <laughs> <laughs> everything they do. You yeah. try to get, get them fired. How do you like that promotion there, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, I think you shouldn't change a thing in that report there, Bobby, because uh, yeah, I believe sure. the boss would like that. You know, he, he actually likes it when you inflate the numbers there, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> and he likes for you to talk ugly to him, too. <laughs> that's right. I mean, if you don't say this about his wife, he is not going to be happy. So, uh, so the last thing on here, and first time it's ever happened to me, but it's also National Meatball Day. Oh, but wow. when I clicked on it, it says... Um, Access to this category was blocked because of malicious malware presence, so I couldn't check on the national meatball. Oh, day. so uh, nothing but, worse than a malicious meatball. By the way. <laughs> so uh, we uh, we're just going to have to make up our own stuff about the meatball. Oh yeah, there was a meatball movie, wasn't there? Yeah, yes, there was. Uh, yeah. Was there one? Was there a meatball one and two, or just a one? I believe there was two meatballs, actually. <laughs> meat, meat, meatball <laughs> returns. Can't, can't, have, can't hardly have them without a pair, that's for sure. So, 
Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, boys. All right. Let oh, me, boys. <laughs> let me get the boys back out, Donald Wayne. Hold on a second here. Yeah, my heart's in a world. I love, I love, I love my little calendar girl every day. Every day. Every day. Every day <laughs> of the year. Oh, man. He's just enthusiasm is just it, off the chart. I know uh, it, it. It's you know it's it's a, makes, he could be a motivational speaker, really. I, I, I don't yeah, I'm, I'm sure somewhere. There's <laughs> 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 some some kind of conference that would probably go over real well. <laughs> oh, I, I know, being in your business, so uh, you've you've had to go to these seminars before about. Oh yes, uh, you know. They used to send me back when I actually had a legitimate job. They'd send me to all the seminars that they could sign me up for. For some reason, we had a big high education budget. And, and I mean, some of them are just like, I mean, you know, stab me. <laughs> you need to do yeah. something to keep me awake. But That's uh, right. They're just uh, brimming with excitement. Yeah. You too. If you'll buy the book that we have available at the back of the uh, room, uh, you too can realize success in a short period of time. That's right. Your employers have spent a lot of money for me to come talk to you, and that's why I'm here talking to you. <laughs> I hope you listen to what I have to say. Um, yeah. Well, I have had Do some energetic ones, but, you know. <laughs> It, yeah, sometimes they're overly energetic, but hey, I mean, you know, they're getting paid the big bucks and they've got about 20 cups of coffee. So, yep. um, yeah. And it's always at some fine establishment, too. You know, All right. Some, Real upscale some, resort, some you know. motor lodge, you know, yeah. that hasn't had any paying customers in a okay. few years. The AC doesn't work all that well. <laughs> hey, guys, I hope y'all are ready to learn. <laughs> yeah, we are. I miss are. those days. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you did get a free lunch out of it. Normally, I mean, yeah, you get a free lunch, maybe a little stress ball to go with you or something. You know, I've still got my stress ball they gave me. Hit one of them years ago. I, I wear it around peach. my neck. It's a Georgia um, peach. Have you ever a Georgia peach? Yeah, <laughs> overcooked chicken. Just <laughs> says, yeah, yeah. I think that was a stress ball, actually. If you didn't eat it, you could squeeze it while you were in the meeting. So, um, yeah, well, that was the apartment yeah. association meetings. And now sometimes <laughs> the food there was, was definitely a challenge. Oh, my. All right. So for the first thing, let's see, where are we? Ah, all right. For the first thing, uh, of course, the Senate this past weekend, and I know we've talked about the COVID relief bill a lot. Um. But the Senate passed it this past weekend. I think it was a vote of 40, uh, 50 to 49. We had one Alaskan senator that had to go back home. Uh, either there was an illness or a death in the family. I don't remember. So he didn't get to vote. And some people were mad at him about it. But uh, his 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 uh, supporters said, well, it didn't matter anyway, you know, if it had been a 50 50 50 vote you know kamala would have stepped in and, and passed it for the uh, democrats anyway so um so i found this on i think this is another mike huckabee thing <clears throat> which he got it off of fox business but 
just just some of the things that you know you ever ever want to scratch your head or in your case rub your head <laughs> slap it um. slap it and say what what is this about um but they only debated it it says 27 hours that doesn't seem That's like all. enough hmm. i thought i thought they had like uh, I thought they were had a couple of weeks that they were supposed to talk about it. But anyway, so um, obviously they're not worried about national debt anymore because we'll just borrow money from China anyway if, if we need to. But um, some of the things in here just just absolutely don't make sense to me. Of course, none of it really does. But uh, here's some of the priorities. And this, this was, uh, I think... Uh, Senator Toomey was he he listed some of these things uh, three hundred and fifty billion dollars for state and local governments <laughs> um, says the says the reports show that state and local governments fared much better than expected in 2020, even with the pandemic issues. Um, it says many states, including California, Virginia, Arizona, Colorado, and others ended up collecting more than more in 2020 in revenue than they did in the previous year. Now that's kind of hard to believe, but, um, that's despite that they're still getting $350 billion set aside for these, all these states to get money and, and help them, uh, take care of their responsibilities in the state um over 128 billion dollars for schools and this is and they haven't spent all the money that was uh, allocated in the last covid relief bill but they um this 126 billion dollars for schools is even if they're closed but they're saying that they'll only spend about five percent of that money this year and the rest of it would be spent um, by the year 2022. Uh, $570 million was set aside in this bill for, get this, 15 weeks paid leave for federal employees. Uh, federal workers would be eligible for up to $280 per day, up to a, a limit of $21,000 if they have to take off work because of COVID related issues. Um, that's not a bad deal. $280 a day. No, not bad you, at all. you know, you have to get out of your house. Um, this would cover sick time emergencies or payment when an employee is exposed to COVID-19 and must quarantine. <clears throat> well, what's the most you have to quarantine? Two weeks. Um, two weeks. Yeah. Just 14 days. Well, that, that's actually only 10 working days, right? Exactly. 10 working days, yet they're putting enough money in here for them to have up to 15 weeks paid leave. What Do you know anybody in a real job that gets that kind of uh, well, you, time off? You know, they're talking about they want to make uh, uh, stimulus payments, not just... They want to make this actual regular payments until we're out of this whole mess, which that means they want to run it through the end of the year to where people get paid on the regular. 
So there's just constant checks coming through. Now, look, not all senators are on board with that, but there, there are some people are, that are putting actually putting that bill together. Yeah, but all the Senate, all the Democrats voted for this thing. Um, every one of them voted for this particular bill. So I, I was thinking that Joe Manchin was probably going to step away from it, but he didn't, and that was our only hope. You know, and what's <clears throat> this is a side note, but what scares me is that, you know, the next thing's coming up and this is kind of off subject for a minute is, um, uh, gun legislation. And then the Senate has to take up this, uh, HR one bill, the voting <laughs> rights bill. I mean, geez, if we, if we can't get some help from at least one or two Democrats on this thing, we're in trouble. Although if, if they, keep the filibuster if they don't do it with the filibuster we've got a chance that that um that, that we might defeat you know the the uh, hr1 bill right anyway 15 weeks i mean you know only the government i mean the government seems to vote for things that really makes their life comfortable you, have you ever noticed that oh yeah uh 15 weeks well then, why why don't they pass a law that everybody in the public in the private sector is eligible for fifteen weeks? That employers have to pay for up to fifteen weeks, you know, for them to be off for whatever reason. Of course, I I don't know how many weeks you get uh, under the uh, under the maternity leave thing because I think isn't it a law now that that men have to be given time to take off too? Yes. Um, is it a federal law or is it just? I believe it's a federal law. Yeah. Okay, because uh, I've been out of that. <laughs> uh, FMLA. So. Yeah, my little old company, we don't have those kind of policies. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not going to be any any maternity leave in my company. Uh, but... That's right. I mean, your kids got to eat, don't they? <laughs> it, it, so you better, you better get your butt to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so also in this bill they just passed is significant expansion of the Affordable Care Act. Include three billion dollars for individuals over the poverty line. Over uh, three billion dollars for individuals, seven hundred and fifty percent over the poverty line, or that equals to about ninety six thousand six hundred annually. So it'll cover people up to that income threshold. Um, Toomey says the bill includes forty five billion for Obamacare. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're bound to prop that sucker up. <coughs> Enhanced unemployment benefits. And, and it refers to, if you, if you see the article on, uh, on the Huckabee side, it'll also refer the different sections of the bill that you can find these things in if anybody wanted to look at them. But, um, more than half of beneficiaries would, continue receiving more money on unemployment insurance than they would receive if they were working. So they're going to continue that plan. Uh, that's $200 billion set aside for enhanced unemployment benefits. Uh, that's won't expire until September the 6th, which they originally had it expiring at August the 29th, but they, they pushed it up a few more days. Uh, and I have no doubt that they won't extend it again when we get closer to September. Um, here's a, here's a fun fact. And I don't know if you've heard this one or not, Dennis Lee, but $4 billion for agriculture. Uh, this section is to pay off 
120% of the debt for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. Socially disadvantaged? Socially disadvantaged. Well, basically what they're saying, um, they broke it down today and said, well, it's for black farmers. And they said, what did they use the word? They didn't use undocumented workers. Um, I think they maybe even said migrant farmers or something like that. But, you know, if you're not a citizen, I, I didn't know that you could own property. But, yeah, 120% of their debt, which means they're going to not only pay off their debt or forgive their debt, they're going to give them 20% of that money back. Um, so it's an, an average of $220,000 per eligible farmer that, that they stand to gain from this bill. Oh, wow. Uh, and it, it, and again, it's only for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. Um, and qualifications based on race. Oh, it says qualifications based on race or immigration status. What the heck does that mean? I mean, if you're not a citizen, you shouldn't be getting taxpayers money. No, um, I wouldn't think. Well, you know, I mean, that's logical, but hey, says the Democrats in the, in the Senate. All right. So $50 million in environmental, just, environmental justice grants. What is environmental justice? Um, it would, $100 million would be made available to address health outcome disparities from pollution and the COVID-19 pandemic. And half of that would be used to identify and address disproportionate environmental or public health harms and risk in minority populations or low-income populations. Did you understand all of that? Yes. Okay. So, $50 million for that. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, a dollar's too much because we don't have any of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the one that so many that was so popular for um, you know a lot of the people on the campaign trail last year. Ninety-one million dollars in outreach to student loan borrowers. Borrowers. Jeez. The money would remain available through September 2023 and is listed as Student Aid Administration within the Department of Education to prevent prepare for and respond to coronavirus, including direct outreach to students and borrowers about financial aid, economic impact payments, means-tested benefits, not sure what that is, unemployment assistance, tax benefits, for which the students and borrowers may be eligible. So not only are they going to forgive loans, they're going to continue making some loans. They're going to give people more money. Um, and of course, you know, these important items, they're giving $270 million. They set it aside for the National Endowment of the Arts and Humanities, even though, you know, people really haven't been able to go look at anything for the last year. Um <clears throat> Right. They're, they're setting aside $200 million for the Institute of Museum and Library Services 
$200 million for them. And also another 10 million for the preservation and maintenance of native American languages. Now, can you explain that one to me? Uh, I've read it 10 times and I'm, I'm not uh, really preservation for native American languages. Are they in danger of being, um, <clears throat> you know, are, are they, Oh, okay. For $10 million. I mean, they give me, they give me 500,000. I'll go up there and write, I'll record everything that somebody wants me to record, but $10 million for the preservation and maintenance of native American languages. And doesn't give any explanation about how they're going to use that money, but that's 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 probably the maintenance is fairly expensive. I imagine Donald Wayne or, you know, I mean, does that mean you're going to, somebody's going to write books or they're going to go in and take notes? I mean, they're going to make a hell of a lot of money if they are. So, well, we're, we're real good about getting grants to giving grants to people to go do things that uh, never seem to quite work out or they become bottomless pits where you really never have enough money to finish whatever it is you start. So that's more money they're giving away and, uh, or it's probably promissory notes cause they don't have any money. Right. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's only money. I mean, we're, we can print more of it. Donald Wayne. I don't know what everybody gets so upset about. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, but know, the, it doesn't have to have any value to it. We can just keep printing more. The funny thing is they keep talking about that, a lot of this money is not even going to be spent this year that, that it's going to be phased in over the next two years. Now, isn't that kind of interesting? It seems like you would, why would they vote to spend money two years from now? Unless they're concerned about maybe losing, losing control in 2022 of course if hr1 passes there's probably no way they can lose control but right right you know it's a it's a mess i mean one day at a time i've never seen such a mad rush to get so many things done you know in 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 the history of this country that i since i've been alive i've never seen people so hell-bent on passing all of these things and getting all this money spent it's well, just, I mean, look at look at COVID. I mean, even with people getting vaccinated, they say that we're just like, uh, you know, now they're saying we're in the eye of the hurricane and we're about to get to the other side of this hurricane. And it's going to be, they, I guarantee you, it's going to come out after spring break that there's going to be a, a uptick of cases. People are going to freak out. Um, we're going to be dealing with this the rest of the year. This is not over. Uh, just because we've got vaccines, because now they don't know how these um, these new strains that are coming out are, are going to interact with the um, vaccines that they've that they've that they put out to market. So, but, but everything I'm seeing says that those new strains so far appear to be ones that will be controlled, and 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 the shots, the the vaccinations we've been getting, if anything, even if we get one of those strains that it should be a lesser uh, version. It should not be as hard on us as uh, what the COVID right. was. It's just, who's going to play on the fear, you know, who's going to, who's going to use that fear factor to um, further their agenda. You know? 
There was a, there was one more quick thing. There was a, I saw on the news today, some idiot in California in the teachers union, uh, sent an email or a text out to its members about, uh, we don't want any of you teachers taking pictures. If you happen to go on vacation, uh, yeah, don't post photos <laughs> in the nude. Uh, well, you know, I, I don't uh, know. I didn't see that one, but Ju- uh, Julie, the kindergarten teacher, did that last year, and it caused a real uproar. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, we, they don't want them to seem like they're out there having fun on the beach or wherever they go, and yet they're afraid to go to school and teach with the kids. So, all right. That's all for the spending of the money and, you know, it's, you like to say it's a mess. It is a mess. Every day is just another brick in the wall. Oh, wow. We don't need no. Except on the border. (laughs) Yeah. They're taking those bricks out. Um, you know, uh, in the in the in the um, in the uh, because of time constraints, I probably will switch up my articles here um, to use the one that I was going to use. Let me see the night before the night because before. that uh, the one for China is going to run way too long. I think. How long is it? So, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so how about, uh, interstellar vacation? Um, is it prepaid? No, no, you got to book it. Uh, but so there's, um, an article by, uh, Joshua Zitzer, this in business, insider.com <laughs> where you can book an out of this world vacation. The first ever space hotel is set to open in 2027 yes you can take a vacation on a hotel in outer space um in a mere six years possibly so that's 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 not very far away to have something like that built um i don't know if i trust something that only takes um five to six years to put it into place but um so it will be uh, the plans for the first ever luxury space hotel have been announced. Orbital Assembly Corporation, or OAC, a space construction company comprised of NASA veterans, intends to begin construction on the Voyager station in 2026. The hotel is then expected to open to the public in 2027, according to CNN Travel. Uh, We know how truthful their stories are, though. But uh, we're trying to make the public realize that this golden age of space travel is just around the corner. It's coming. It's coming fast. The company's boss, John Blinkow, told the media outlet, Voyager Station will accommodate up to 280 guests and include a restaurant, bar, a gym, and uh, according to Travel and Leisure. Uh, The food on... uh, the food on offer will provide a nod to its galactic location. Freeze-dried ice cream, for example, will be a staple dish at the Space Hotel, uh, the Agricultural Digest reported. Uh, to ensure that tourists don't float away, the ring-shaped hotel will have artificial gravity 
um, Voyager station will spin like a Ferris wheel and use centrifugal force, the apparent outward force on a mass when rotated to simulate moon-like levels of gravity. So even so, guests can expect the experience uh, to experience more weightlessness than of on Earth, according to Ac- Ac- Architectural Digest. Recreational activities are planned, such as basketball games, where guests can jump up to six times as high. Oh, yes, that will be a challenge. Um, Tourists hoping to visit the hotel will have to undergo some training, though. The Washington Post reported this is because those visiting will have to travel on the SpaceX Starship shuttle to get there. Um, You know, you got to pass that old G-Force test. The Voyager station is currently taking reservations and you can go, but it will cost them, uh, you know, just a mere $5 million for a three day stay, according to travel and leisure. So that is your um, lottery winning kind of vacation there. Um, the company hopes that rates become more reasonable over time. I don't know where reasonable comes into play from $5 million, but uh, <laughs> it should, it should eventually cost the same amount as a trip on a cruise or a trip to Disneyland, the team sold CNN travel. But if you can get a package to a space station for 1500 bucks, I'm questioning what the accommodations will be like. So, um, you know, because at that point, the stuff that's in the room that may be questionable will be floating. So, um, but yeah, that would be neat. That'd be neat to actually be on a uh, hotel in space. But you're talking, yeah, in five to six years from now, we'll see. I mean, you know, um, in in just ten to fifteen years, they plan to be on the moon, and who knows, they could be on Uranus in twenty to thirty years. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to go there again. Yeah. I, I tell you what, why don't you go check? I think there's something there now. <laughs> right, Donald Wayne? Yeah. I, you know, the thing is, before you even consider something like that, watch the movie Gravity. <laughs> watch right. the movie Gravity. I mean, right. can you, first of all, I would never be able to pass the test uh, with the G Force thing because yeah, I can't even right. ride the tilt a whirl anymore. Or, right. or anything that travels around in a circle. So I'm, I'm screwed. I'm here for good. But uh, I think it would be an amazing thing, you know, when, when it becomes realistic. But I bet there'll be a lot of Democrats on those first flights. Well, there's a lot of rich Republicans, too. Hey, maybe Donald Trump uh, will come up with his own ship. Yeah. You know, and then he'll pay for everybody to go on, on, uh, be, on the, be, the, be the SS MAGA. Um, <laughs> uh. SS, SS Trumpet. Yeah. Uh, um, but I, I do think that would be amazing. It's just, it, it is scary. And when I saw the, I mean, cause you're in an environment that, you know, everything's, you're dependent on everything working right. You know, oxygen, air pressure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The first time I hear any kind of siren or anything on, on, a, on an adventure like that, I mean, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, you're, you're you're freaking out. I mean, you can get sucked out of an airliner, you know, with a big enough hole if if you lose cabin pressure. So, imagine being right. in space. 
Um, yeah. What happened to Bill? Well, you know, he was on one of those. <laughs> he he was there a minute cruises. ago. <laughs> he was on a bunch of cruise to the event uh, space, and uh, boy, I tell you what, he got sucked right out the uh, the restroom there. Uh, yeah, and if you miss the mark, you don't land where you're supposed to land, or dock where you're supposed to dock. I mean, um, it'll be a pretty long trip. So, mm. but I, I do. All kidding aside, I do think that would be an amazing thing, amazing yeah, that would be time in, in history, but golly. Well, we'll be going and there'll be hotels on the moon before too long anyway. Um, they're they're racing to do that. They see a lot of big value and travel back and forth to the moon for a lot of reasons. So, Well, Dennis Lee, if you're looking for a, a unique father's <laughs> gift for my 90th birthday... <laughs> Well, don't you worry, Donald Wayne. <laughs> Start saving up for that for that little voyage. Oh my! You want to get rid of the parents? Send them to the moon. Yeah. Well, they had one of those senior homes up on the moon. You didn't know. <laughs> hey, don't give anybody any ideas, because right, right. yeah, Dad, I'd be love to come visit you, man. But I just I don't have the cash right I now. I mean, we just can't. You know, $5 million is hard to come by these days. So. Oh, my goodness. I have a former roommate, you know, like, you know, he likes that movie Elysium. It's like a like a space station city, of course. Oh, yeah, and the movie has yeah. Matt Damon and Jodie Foster in it. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. Yeah. You I know, like that, that, that could be a simulation of what life could be, be like decades from now and, and depicting Earth kind of as like a big... Mm -hmm. You know, like slum, like you know, like the slums, of course, like where everything's yeah. like dirt poor. Well, but I mean, I, I would hope that, summer, but would not so. be in our lifetime. <laughs> um, like, like Portland and Seattle, yeah. and we, uh, yeah, San Francisco. Um, we, yeah. uh, I, our, I like that movie. Third World countries. Interstellar is pretty cool. I like that one. It's so. It's so dramatic. The music's so dramatic, uh, just the majority of the time. But it's a good movie. Um, I like the whole black hole thing. I'm, Is I'm, that? Oh, that's I'm, the dimension thing. I'm isn't it? very that, intrigued with black holes. That's kind of so. sad, though. Interstellar. Yeah. If, if it's Do you like black holes, Donald Wayne? Uh, I beg your pardon. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do think it. I do think it's fascinating. There was there was a couple of movies that were about black holes. Um, yeah, well, we're supposed to have a supermassive black hole at the center of our galaxy. So, um, yeah. but you know, you can't you can't see them, right? I mean, you you uh, have to well, look at did, the stars that get attracted to it. Yeah, you have to look at the stars and, that rotate that um, that orbit around them to see that wobble to know mm -hmm. that there's actually a black hole. Until we're able to have a telescope that's badass enough to to really see all that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, well, but um, and I know like the <laughs> well, and the supermassive star Beetlejuice, um, you know, that's like yes. 650 light years away from us. Um, yeah. if it hasn't already gone supernova, um, oh, I, like that movie. I don't know, I, you know, like Beetlejuice, the star, not Beetlejuice, like as in yeah. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice with Winona okay. Ryder and Michael Keaton. Um, yeah, Beetlejuice the star, that's a huge one. Yeah. Because I mean when it when it explodes, it can either turn into a neutron star or it can or it can turn into a black hole. 
Yeah, and you don't want to be in the way of the beam. But you don't want to be within 50 light years uh, of it when it when it goes yeah. supernova. Yeah. So yeah. the the only thing is is we wouldn't we wouldn't be be affected by, by it because it, it's so far away um but but the only thing we would be treated to is like a spectacular light show like you know you know you, you could it could be about as bright as the sun even at night Right. And then, yeah, and we, then two two suns like during the day. Well, and they've had supernovas in the past in our history that um, people on Earth have been able to see like that too, uh, Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been pretty cool. But they say you know you have those ejection events out of black holes, and if one of those uh, ejection mass ejections were to aim towards Earth, it, uh, it would be devastating. But luckily, we've been able to uh, miss all those. So, right. But yeah, space is a very dangerous place. Most people don't realize that, but it is. But yeah, it's very, very and it's very mysterious. You know, very and, mysterious. Um, yeah, you know, in the like the Voyager in, missions from from like forty five years ago. <clears throat> well, I still say one of the most fascinating things to me is the concept of something that there's no end to, you know, everything in our life on, on, on earth, we, we know there's boundaries. We know where it starts and where it ends in space. It, we don't, we don't know an end. And, you know, many people are still fascinated with Uranus. So, um, you know, (laughs) I'm, I'm get I'm sending you a, a, a number of a counselor. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not for sure that I'm related to you after all. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you do kind of oh, remind me of my uncle. Oh my! <laughs> One of my uncles. All right. Right. <sighs> but I never heard him say Uranus, so I don't know. I don't know what he <laughs> So what is tomorrow night, guys? Oh, it's uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> I think um, yeah, Jeremy won the contest. It's Wacky Wednesday. It's wacky the new Wednesday. name of our frivolity show. It's Wacky, wacky Wednesday. Wacky, wacky, wacky. I mean, not not that we've been all that serious tonight, but tomorrow night it's even worse. So oh, uh, yes, well, uh, no, no telling what'll happen tomorrow night. We could actually be shut down tomorrow night. I don't know. So you know, uh, Dennis Lee. Better save some of those Uranus jokes for tomorrow night. We may need them. Oh, well, there's plenty of Uranus to go around. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I tried to back out of it, but I uh, can't. I just can't. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you, are you ready for Eric? Dennis Lee, are you uh, um, through yes, with your stellar Yeah, we're through with Well, um, you know, you've got some interesting shows here on Podbean Live. Um, you know, after this show is over, I would certainly like to encourage friends of Trice Talk to jump over to the Forgotten Tunes music show and, and show your love and support to Chris. He's going to be on for another 45 more minutes. And after Chris's show, it'll be the Mr. Clean show with Robert also show your love and support to them because the pod bean trolls, you know, we, we know they just don't know when to say when, and um, we're hoping Podbean gets this under control. But, um, 
you know, for our morning crowd, the chit chat with the old man, he goes live every weekday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And we certainly invite friends of Trice Talk and Tall Tales of Rabbit Hole to check out the old man and Dina Joe and me. And this Friday will be another installment of Cooking with Dina Joe and Grammy. And then thir- Thursday, John, John DeVito will have, you know, a morning show after the old, the old man's show is wrapped up and, um, you know, on Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, you have Frankie D's crib followed, you know, you know, at around um, four, 4 or 5 p.m. Eastern time with, um, you know, R- Robert's Wednesday edition of the Mr. Clean show followed around 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern with the Wednesday edition of Cummings' Culture. And and then Wednesday and every weeknight at 8 p.m. Eastern, it's Checking Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea. And followed at 9.30 p.m. Eastern by the Wednesday edition of the Slightly Serious Show. And um, and then ho- hopefully Chris plans on doing a, you know, another Forgotten Tune show, show tomorrow night, depending on how he feels. And then later in the week, you've also got, um, you know, David doing Mysteries of the Paranormal, Poetic doing the Holy Shift, should they have shows scheduled. And then Lyrical Laxatives on the weekends. Um, and then a shot... Shout out to um, Laura from Communication Station, Pink Squirrel, of whose podcast is this anyway, and um, the It's Doomsday podcast, and and the this Friday evening around seven thirty p.m. Eastern time, you've got Felix who has a great podcast show called The Swap Doesn't Lie, WAP spelled W-O-P, um, and I think you'd find him really enjoyable, and and we certainly want to thank. Um, all, all the listeners who joined us tonight, Blair from Real McCoy Show, as well as BP49, Just Duck, um, you know, Big Life, and, you know, Sir Minty, and, and John DeVito, and Slightly Serious for tuning in, as well as Sean and Rick. You know, you know, we, we, we cert- they, that, that really certainly means a lot to us. You know, we couldn't do it without you, and thank you to the l- listeners who have downloaded the, the published shows, and l- look forward to coming back again soon but Dennis Lee is here now with how you can get in touch with Tall Tales of the Rabbit Hole and Trust Talk and, and when you can catch the next shows well thank you Eric thanks Eric <clears throat> well yeah if you you know if you would like to uh, um, put your arms around us you know just really squeeze us you can do that on Twitter um, at Trust Talk WG Moon you can email us at tristalk69pts at gmail.com with any suggestions or complaints or, you know, anything that you have to say about the show. Um, you can get us on Facebook, and I encourage you to follow us on Facebook because um, we post all of our shows there and all, um, you know, the majority of the articles that we use there are posted as well on uh, Facebook at Tristalk. And you can find us on Spotify at Tristalk and on Amazon Music at Tristalk. And we are on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 11 p.m. in the Eastern Time Zone with impromptu shows and mini pods um, thereabouts uh, the rest of the time. And then if you want to get weird, you feel the need to be explicit, you know, you have to say a few curse words, you can come on over to Tell Tales on the Rabbit Hole and. You know, we get to uh, talk about conspiracies and um, alien abductions and, you know, swamp creatures and all kinds of other stuff. So that's every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. 
um, at around 9.30 p.m. Eastern, sometimes a little later, with impromptu shows during the week as well as as well as well music shows. And um, look, we couldn't do it without you. We love what we're doing, uh, but um, we, uh, we, we enjoy you being there, and we really appreciate it. Well, and another rule you also have, Dennis, no weirdos, sickos, and racists allowed in either this yeah, show or Tall uh, Tales. Right. You will get booted right away, and you will not be welcome back. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, why, but I decided why not is, to. Why I, so serious? Yeah, why so serious? Um, yes, we do appreciate everybody spending time with us on Trice Talk. Um, we, we enjoy what we're doing and, and hope that y'all get, get a little entertainment out of it. And occasionally maybe learn something you didn't know. Um, I hear my, I hear myself. And, uh, you know, and I will say this, that, you know, legendary soap writer Agnes Nixon said it best back on the 50 years of soap special back in 1994, that, that educate is just too lofty of a word. And I, I think the best, the best word that we could probably use instead of educate is enlighten. That's a good word too. Mm-hmm. That's a good word too. You know, God bless Agnes Nixon. I mean, she, she was a, a, a real genius. I, I must say, but I digress. Well, tonight I got a, a quote from, Oh, Teddy Roosevelt. And Teddy said, far better. It is to dare mighty things to win glorious triumphs even though checkered by failure than to take rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy much nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. Thank you, Teddy Roosevelt. Nice. All, right. All right. I'm, uh, I'm looking for a song here and, um, Dennis Lee, if you want to turn out the lights, we can probably ease out the door here. Well, this party's over, Donald Wayne. Flicker, flicker. Love, love you, and God bless you. We'll see you next time, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Stay safe, as always. It's not wanting to play.